Hey guys, welcome back to The Last Word with Anita Sewell. And I hope you guys have had a wonderful week thus far. Um, I know this quarantine stuff and COVID-19 is driving a lot of people insane like myself. Um, but I hope everybody is staying positive, finding things to do in their house, whether that is working out, um, painting, writing, finding ways to enjoy yourself while being in quarantine. On this week's episode, we will be talking about something that um, a lot of people do not talk about enough and our society doesn't express it enough. Unless you are in church, Christian, religious, whatever the word you want to use for it. But we will be talking about a controversial topic of celibacy. And on this topic and this episode this week, I have my wonderful best friend from we go all the way back to those Chick-fil-A days. Um, <laughs> Mr. Reggie Grant. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> um, so Reggie is here with me. And Reggie and I have been best friends since when we first started working out and slinging some chicken at Chick-fil-A. We hated each other when we first started working together. <laughs> um, we could not stand each other at all. Um, we worked in drive through together. We would talk smack to each other every single shift because we were in high school working like 35, 40 hours, hours a week. <laughs> um, and we saw each other every day, hated each other until we were like, Damn, yo. we sound alike. <laughs> we sound alike. <laughs> so here we are five years later, thugging it out. Um, so Reggie, tell them a little bit about yourself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, I'm 19. Uh, I'm a sophomore um, at the illustrious North Carolina Central University. Eagle Go Pride! Pride! That's right. <laughs> Amplified. Um, my major is accounting. So I'm finishing up my sophomore year now. What are we trying to with these dumb, mm, these <laughs> <laughs> stupid online classes? Uh, the struggle is real for college students right now because all our classes are online right. and <clears throat> it's just like most of these classes you cannot take online. <laughs> it's ghetto. But now that we're here. Um, but that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. I don't know what else to say. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Reggie. Oh, I'll tell you guys this. Reggie and I are sarcastic people. Um, <laughs> so our personalities will be very vivid throughout this uh, conversation and this episode because we have been doing this together. Um, <laughs> and we started this last year. So, yeah, you're going to hear lots of sarcasm, but it's not necessarily meant um, in any type of meaningful or harmful way. That's just really how we speak to each other sometimes. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And that's all we're going to say. So on this week's episode, we'll be talking about celibacy. If you can relate, um, welcome. 
if you cannot relate, welcome. And uh, let's go ahead and dive into this uh, topic. <laughs> celibacy people are gonna ask what is celibacy what does that include and um what is it so celibacy is basically keeping and restraining from sexual activity or any type of sexual action if you know anything about sex or anything like that or anything that our world teaches us today sex is all around us it's in the internet it's Mm -hmm. on instagram it's thrown in our face 24-7. So for us as young people at this prime time in our life, at the age we are, um, it's hard, okay? Yeah. <laughs> There's been days where I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> uh, ex-boyfriend? <laughs> it's, it's like you said, the social media presence is what, uh, it definitely makes it harder for our generation um, in this day and age because... Like you said, whenever you log on, you get on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, any social media platform, you're going to see something in relations to sex, whether it's uh, somebody selling sex, whether it's just a random post, a meme, something. It's, so I think that's the, the biggest challenge for um, our generation is the fact that it's, we're in the what, it's the 21st century? Mm-hmm. They don't, it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal, whereas like... Our grandparents and parents and stuff, they didn't really talk about it too much. It's everywhere now. It's a very common topic and it makes it so much harder to be celibate in this day and age because of that specific reason, in my personal opinion. Yeah, for sure. It's um, it's something that I don't think... It, well, I know there is not a positive aspect to it. Um, and when I say a positive aspect to it, I'm talking about the sexual aspect. If you are not um, careful of what you are looking at on social media and the internet. Um, I think some people will sit here and probably like, why is a 21-year-old and a 19-year-old deciding to be celibate at this time in their life? Reggie, you want to answer that question on your behalf? Um, I had multiple reasons for doing my celibacy. Um, the main reason was I'm a sophomore in um, college, but... Technically, it's my freshman year of college. I did early college as in high school, so when I graduated, I had college. Mister ECHS. Right. It. it you know. <laughs> so, I'm. This is technically my first year of college. Being on the campus, being in the dorms, like indulging myself in the college life, like a hundred percent. Because whereas in middle school, high school, um, I went to high school on a college campus, so I got some of the experience already. I didn't get the full experience. So, um, something that I noticed my first semester in was like I had a lot going on so like classes were hard I was I was working a full-time job which didn't make it no better because technically as a college student if you can afford the luxury not to work that is a that's a blessing and that's what it should be um but not everyone is afforded that luxury so I worked a full-time job I was working 40 hours a week while being a full-time student while I'm not in a relationship and you know I, I do what I want to do so I while juggling multiple people, if I'm being 100% honest, and then uh, also struggling with my own mental health, which played a, a big role in it. 
And so one, the biggest thing that I noticed was one of my grades were slipping. So like, I'm used to making A's and B's, a C here and there, I, you know, a normal student. But uh, one of the biggest things last semester was I was struggling to keep B's and C's. And I was like struggling, like truly struggling. And it, it had never been that bad for me. And then I noticed that I was like a lot more depressed and my anxiety was really bad. Like I hated doing stuff. I hated going out. I didn't want to be around a bunch of people. I would rather just be by myself. And so I contributed that to the fact that I'm like, yo, like you're sleeping with all these. I don't want to say all these different people because it wasn't a bunch of people, but you're sleeping with multiple people. And none of these people like I believe in like sex demons and stuff. So I can feel like I feel like if someone that you're you're sexually intimate with, because that is a form of intimacy. And like, I feel like that's as close as you, you can really get to a certain degree. If you're sleeping with someone who is. uh who's not mentally stable or who's, who just has like a bunch of negative and bad energy and stuff around them, then I feel like it can rub off on you because you're doing one of the most intimate things that you can do with someone. So how can it not rub off on you in any way, shape or form? So I felt like I had sex demons as well. So I told myself, I thought about it a little bit and then I told Anita and Anita was game for it. So I'm like, I'm thinking I'm just going to go celibate and I'm going to see at first it was, it was a small challenge. Like, I always, I always tell people to start off with like two weeks, 30 days, something like that. So we all initially did it for 30 days at first. And we is is one of our other friends who she's not here. Um, so we all did it together. Right. So we all did it for 30 days. And at the 30, the first 30 days is the hardest when you're doing your celibacy. The first 30 days suck. The first 30 days, you're irritated. And we're not going to sit here and tell you this is all bliss and greatness. Because it's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, but it's definitely something that is good for you to definitely do throughout your lifetime. It is. Like, periodically, you need to just... It, 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 it helps with discipline. It helps with clearing your mind. It, help, it helps you focus. And it just makes you a stronger person, in my own personal opinion. So when if you can get past the 30 days, then you can do it for as long as you want to. But the first 30 days is the hardest because you're taking away something that you are. Because sex is an enjoyable thing. It's meant to be enjoyable, but you're taking away something that is enjoyable and that is actually really healthy for you. And you're sacrificing that so that way you can become a better person physically, mentally and spiritually. And I think that's the hardest part. So the first 30 days is what's going to kick your tail. Where you're going to be like. Do I need to block this person? Yeah. Yeah. So when I first started my 30 days, I had blocked a lot, a lot of people. I had stopped talking to a lot of people. I stopped. I blocked a lot of people. I didn't do anything. It was literally consisted of what? No, I, my, I started on November 15th. That was my first day. And, you know, being college students, the end of November, we're taking finals. End of, end of November 1st, week in December, you're taking finals. So mind you, this was all a week after homecoming when we all right. just got lit right. <laughs> and people are like settling down. That, people are right. like doing little kitbacks and stuff. Cause November, so, but homecoming was like November six, seven, something like that. For a week. Yeah. yeah. So this was literally a few days after homecoming. I decided, Oh, I'm going to do my celibacy. I don't know why I did that, but I did it. <laughs> and so the following weeks after that, the, like the following two weeks after that, we had finals. So I didn't have time to have sex anyway. So like the first two weeks really, didn't bother me as as much as I thought they would because it's like I should be studying for a final or I have to go take this final 
or it's always something to do during midterms and finals, always. So the first two weeks didn't bother me. But when we got into the third and the fourth week, and I took my finals, I'm no longer living on campus. I was staying with Anita uh, over winter break. And so like I had nothing but ample amount of time on my hand. And I'm like, yo, like this shit getting hard. So like week three was hard. Week four was hard. I was real irritated. And and by this point, it was, um, it's like, it's already going to take about a week and a half, two weeks for your job to like kick up, kick in for hours, hours to give you hours. So it's like, I don't have any schoolwork to do. I don't have anything to do. Like I have to go hang out with friends. Like I have to find something to, to do, do, not sit on my couch pondering. And texting people. And texting people. Because that's where, <laughs> that's where you fall into a trap is when you text people like. And these people are waiting for you to, to text they're them. Waiting. They're waiting. They're, they're waiting. They're waiting. And they're like, and then you tell them that you're celibate. And they're like, what? And it's like, all right, you're about to be a temptation. I'm sorry. Block. Like, block. Or I'm done talking to you. Like, I'm done talking to you. And we've had to do that a few times. Like, I had to do that the other day. Like, I literally had to I, tell. I just did the shit last night. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just want to be very clear. Like, Listen. I was at home last night. I worked yesterday. It was like being working from home has been like super chill, but just boring. mentally boring. <laughs> so I yesterday was just super boring for me. I worked. I did my hours. Right. The day goes on and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've already done an hour and a half workout in home workout. What else can I do? I've written in my journal. I've meditated. What else can I possibly do in this house by myself? And I laid up on the couch and I literally posted on my Snapchat. I was like, whoever wants to be my cuddle buddy, please, please snap me back. If you need a cuddle buddy right now because this quarantine stuff is not it. And yo... That was, listen, the devil was tempted, okay? You bad. know how many people swiped up on my Snapchat? My sister texted me this morning and she's like, no, Anita, no mm -hmm. invitations. <laughs> what are you thinking about? And I'm like, I'm here alone, you know. My work done. My work's done. <laughs> I don't have anything to do. Like, let's blast some music. Let's get it rolling. But no. And then, um, like... I had to tell like four people no yesterday because I was just like, mentally, I really don't want to break it. But then on the other hand, it's like temptation and lustful wise. It's just like, hmm, this sounds really good right now. <laughs> and I think that's what makes it so hard is the it, fact that you can break it so, so easy. easy in a matter of minutes. Everything, all the days that you put in, all the prayers, all the, 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 the day going discipline, all of that in a matter of. 15, 15 minutes, minutes can be can over. be gone. All it takes is, come on. <laughs> a text, a five-minute shower, and a, a drive over. <laughs> That's it. And it can be done. So, like, it just, um, it makes it so much harder. And, like. But I have to say, like, through through this time, I, as Reggie was talking, I was sitting here, like, writing down some positive side effects that has not, has affected me. But one is mood. Like, my overall emotions and mood booster has been completely different. It's like, I'm not worrying about anybody. I'm mm -hmm. not worrying if I'm sexually satisfying somebody else. I'm not worrying if I'm being the right, quote-unquote, partner, whatever you want to call it. Sex, buddy, friends with benefits, whatever. I don't do that because I've been in a relationship the past four years. So, 
I was never into that stuff. But like one of the things that have really helped me is just it's increased my self-esteem. So if you're a girl and you're listening, if you currently have problems with self-esteem and confidence, I highly advise you to um, try and practice celibacy. Try and practice staying away from men because it's like men, they give you this sense of, oh my gosh, you know, like you're so beautiful. Like, oh, you fine, whatever. And I have to say, ever since I have been celibate, I have had so many men hit my DM, Mm -hmm. hit my Snapchat. And I'm like, randomly text me people from high school that I didn't even know that they had my number. Like, hey, I've been seeing that you're working out. And I'm like, in Jesus' name, I rebuke you right now. (laughs) I rebuke you right now. Get out of my phone. Goodbye. You have a blessed life. But I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I'm not even being funny. So if you are a girl and you struggle with self-confidence, self-esteem, anything of that nature, not only try and practice this, um... Maybe you can get in and do it with a friend so you're not doing it by yourself. Mm -hmm. But I also have an episode that talks about women and giving them 10 side effects of how to feel confident. Go ahead and check that episode out as well. But if you really struggle with anything of that nature, this would be something that you need because it really helps boost your self-esteem because you're like, yo, I'm doing this. Like I feel confident in myself because I'm doing this not only for me, but... um, just respecting people around me, my friends. I now have deeper relationships with people who I, you know, was not talking to on a regular day-to-day basis. That's another thing. It builds relationships with the people around you because now you have a focus on something else. Yeah, and more time. You have more time and you're not thinking about, all right, so today I get to sleep with Quavon. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to sleep with Trey. And then, oh, but I gotta, I gotta take a shower and get ready, or I gotta clean up my place before he come he over. Come o- like, and then we're gonna the be different- here for maybe an hour, hour and a half, if not longer, because I actually kind of like him a little bit, so he can stay a little bit longer like, than the other, other ones. Because like- <laughs> it just, it, you really don't think, oh, it's just a quickie, like it don't take that much time, but like you really put so much time and effort into having sex with someone, and whether you know it or not, like mm-hmm. it's a. It's it's extra time involved. Like, oh, let me get up. I got to shave. Like, I forgot to shave. That's yep. another fucking 15... <laughs> sorry, my language. It's yes. another 15, 20 minutes what? of your day for what? Like, mm-hmm. for what? For somebody that you're going to be disgusted with about 30 minutes after you have <laughs> sex with them. Like... um, But for me, it's like I'm not willing to open up myself to somebody else who is only here for... The action. Like, I want a little bit more than that. I want some relationship. I need somebody that is going to respect me as a woman, first and foremost. Um, And not only just for yourself. If most people know, I believe in God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He is definitely real. And so the Bible does say, keep your body a part of, um, it is a kingdom, keep it holy. And so keep it holy for that one. Now I've already broken that. You know what I mean? Like that's already broken for me, but that does not mean that I need to be out here having sex with five, six, eight, 10, 12, 15 men, all because of a sexual desire. No, honey. And if you are in that predicament right now, 
do a lot of praying, my love. Do and a lot of praying because it's gonna help you. It I is, promise. and I'm and I'm more I'm more spiritual than I'm <coughs> religious. So like I believe that there is a higher power. I just feel like all our religions is uh, so similar that it's kind of hard yeah, for, for you sure. to follow one. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm more spiritual than I am religious, but I I totally agree. Like it still takes prayer, uh, meditation, self discipline, and just really like it. It's a lot of work. Being celibate is a lot of work because you're constantly having to motivate yourself. You're constantly having to tell yourself no. And you're always reminded about it. It's not like it's going always. anywhere. And that's because of the social media presence. Like, you cannot... It got to the point one day, like, I love Twitter, okay, y'all? Twitter is undefeated. I love Twitter. Every Listen. time I get on Twitter, I laugh. It's- Listen. Guys, I tried to get on the Twitter trend. I, I did it for my podcast, and... It's so funny. Listen, I will spend hours, hours on Twitter. On Twitter, and Very I'm not possible. a social. I'm not a full blown social media person. I don't spend a lot of time on social media. Now that I do have a podcast, and I do like you do now. I do but now. Before then, you didn't. Like I post. You know what I mean? Like I post stuff every single day. My story be one minute deep. Yep, but Twitter. It's hilarious. Hilarious and dangerous, okay? (laughs) You'll be on there having a full-blown ab workout. (laughs) Didn't even know. But Twitter, one day I just had to, I literally had to delete Twitter. Because literally it was just so much. And since this freaking lockdown, since this goddamn lockdown, these dang on hornballs need to go somewhere. (laughs) Like, these are like a bunch of like... Pre-fucking teens, like 13, 14, 15 year olds. That is so true. I've seen when you okay, when you do your celibacy, the first 30 days are hard. Once you get over the first 30 days and you're starting to get into your little routine, you start finding stuff to do, it becomes a little bit easier. You have days. That's what I would say. You have days where it's really, really, really hard. It's not a lot of them. And it, it probably happens once or twice a week, but you do have days. And sometimes it doesn't even happen that often. Sometimes you can go two or three weeks and you'd be completely fine and you have one day in that two or three weeks. That's like, what the hell? Like, it's just, you'd be frustrated the whole day, you'd be irritated. You turn your phone off because you, you don't talk to nobody. I'm really big on doing that. I do it all the time. Ask Anita. I go days. Like, I just disappear. <laughs> be up under a goddamn rock. It's just hard. So... In moments like that, you just have to... You got to pray. You got to pray. I have to to say, though, I have to say, though, through this time, my relationship with God and my meditation has Mm -hmm. skyrocketed. I didn't know I could be a prayer warrior. I had no idea. I know, like, when my grandma... I talk to my grandma, like, once a day. And when I call her and talk, she would just pray for me. Amen. I love you, grandma. Have a blessed day. On to the next. Now, it's... oh. Grandma pray, I pray, and we in a whole prayer mood right now. And I'm like, I have never experienced this. But all because of being celibate and uh, opening up your mind to something that you feel as if you couldn't do. You know how many people I tell that I'm celibate? And they'll be like, girl, you a good one. Uh, you, me? Okay, because... No, but you have to give backstory. You have to give back. I give that story. Because they're going to be like, oh, what well, hell? what the heck? And that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, we, 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 we stay in America. We live in America, whatever the case may be. And they're extremely sexist here. Like, they're extremely sexist. We stay in the South. 
that makes it even goddamn worse. And then we're people of color. So let's just go ahead and add that to the play. And we're broke college we're students. Broke college so students. we really are just all the bad. Like, it's just, we got it bad right now. So for me, when I tell people, they look at me funny. Like, what the hell? Like, you're 19 years old. You're a black male. You're not really ugly. I, I'm confused as to what are you doing? So you're a college student. You're in college. You're surrounded by it. And so... It's really hard for people to understand, once again, why we're doing it and, you know, <clears throat> our, reason is, our, our reason isn't behind doing it because they just, it's just, because it's such a huge present now, presence nowadays, it's just people, it's, it's hard for people to understand and or to believe, like, so, <clears throat> some more background information, I'm gay or whatever the case may be, I'm gay, I don't know why I said whatever the case whatever may be, whatever the case may be, right, what? and so, dating in the gay community, it's already hard. Like, it's already hard because everything is about sex. So, like, I feel like one of the big things is because parents don't really learn how to accept their children when they come out at young ages, it forces their children to sneak and do stuff behind their back, which kind of in, in return forces them to grow up faster. So, like, had I been more comfortable talking to my mom about, you know, me and the people or the boys that I were talking to or whatever the case may be, I don't think I would have had sex as early as I would have. I don't think I would have. Um, I don't think I would do it as much. I don't think. I feel like a lot of stuff would just be. Would have been completely different had I been more comfortable to talk to my mom about that. But one, this, the gay community is already about looks and sex. Like you have to look good. You have to have that sex appeal. And so when you force me. at when I came out my 15th birthday. At 15, you just forced me into all of that because I'm not comfortable enough to go and talk to my mom. So I'm having to go out here and learn these experiences and stuff on my own. It kind of forced me to grow up faster. So when you come back to now and I'm I'm 19 and I've, I've learned some stuff and I've been through some stuff, it's kind of like when I'm trying to talk to people now, the first thing that always comes up is sex. Like sex is when I feel like now it's so bad in the gay community, like within the first two or three conversations, sex will be mentioned. Every single time it happens. So my my thing is when I'm telling these people who I'm like interested in, oh, I'm celibate, it becomes this big issue. And I don't know what the issue is because I'm grown. When I want to end it, I'll end it. But the question is, are you worth me ending it for? Like, are, should I end it for you? Should I say, you know what? Like, this is someone I'm really interested in. This is someone I can see myself being with uh, long term, not short term. This is not a fling. This is not for fun. Like I'm, I'm truly interested in you. I think I, I don't mind. We can add sex to our relationship because that should be the last thing that you do. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, like I want to be able to know you first. I want to meet your people first, and then once we get to that step and we're about three, four months in, this is for me or however, how much time I truly need. Which normally for me because it don't take me long. I, I know within the first week. And I'll cut your ass off by that, the end of that first and week. And he for sure will. I will cut you off. So if we three, four months in and I'm like, all right, I like where this is going, then I don't mind doing it. But like the challenge I've had here lately is <clears throat> everybody's on lockdown. Everybody's stuck in the house. They don't have anything to do. So everybody's been blowing up my dang on phone. When I say multiple people in the same day, like, and it's always about sex, but I always have to ask myself, like, is it worth it? Like, is this person worth Given up the amount of days you just sacrificed. Like, are you going to benefit from this? How are you going to feel after you have sex? Like, all that comes into question. 
And so it has to be it has to be something that wor- is worthy for you. Yes. It it can't just be worthy for the other person and I feel as though a lot of people these days and especially our generation uh sex is thrown in our face and it's like nobody wants real relationships. I I can't stand it. They just like, want to fuck. They just want to have sex. Like it's like let me do the get down get down for 15 minutes mm-hmm. and you out. But I don't I also don't like the fact that they leave people on because like a lot of times yes. nowadays, because people want real relationships, we just don't know what a real relationship is due to the fact that sex has such a strong influence on our generation. Mm-hmm. We They play the card of, oh, I want to be with you, or this is something that I want, and then y'all have sex, and it, it changes. And my thing is, like, if that's what you want, be honest, because some people truly just want sex. Like, a lot of times, I know... And notice, there's a, a lot of them out there that just want sex. Uh, and they there's a lot of females. Else. And it, it goes back to that sexist mindset that, oh, men, it's okay for men to just have sex with who they want to, but women can't. A lot of women, and I be telling all my... I don't have a bunch of straight male friends, but a few that I do have, I'm like, bro, like, just be completely honest because... A lot of girls want to just have sex. Like yes. a lot of girls are cool with it's it's a matter of doing it with one person and y'all having an understanding. Like we're not sleeping with anybody else, we're not going crazy. It's okay if you do, just let me know. Like I want to be able to protect myself. The issue at hand is when you come in and you have this guy who wanna sit here and lie to this girl so he can get sex from her, and then he's out here doing that to ten other females. And then it's like you don't care about me, you didn't try to protect me, you didn't try to protect my interests. My sexual Neither health, did you none try of that. To, yeah, my sexual health, STDs, pregnancy, none of that. And it's none of that. I'm not saying that you can't do what you want to do. I'm saying that if you're going to do it, be honest and upfront with me. Because and I yes, know. And yes, I have some friends right now who just want sex. And um, I'm talking girlfriends. Um, and one of them, she just went through this instance. She was messing with this guy. They were only just having sex. And she found out on Snapchat that he was messing with a whole other girl. Now, he was never straight up honest with her that he just wanted sex. Sex. And now here she looks stupid. because he Feeling stupid. Feeling stupid. Worried about her sexual health. Yep. She literally just told me yesterday, yo, I have to go to the doctor. Worried about her. Because <laughs> her mental health is going to come into play now. Like, yep. And she had just got out of a toxic relationship of five years last year august so like there's so many girls out here who really just want sex and it's like men just be straight up honest i don't just want sex if you want sex go ahead and move on son Mm -hmm. it's not here i'm not the one not the one not the one not today Mm -hmm. not tomorrow amanda seals niggas got me fucked up oh niggas got me fucked up Amanda Seals, if you don't know her, go go check her out. But she is like a freaking queen and she'll tell you straight up. Like, she's an older woman, straightforward, and she was like, Yo, I'll be talking to these guys and we'll have a vibe, you know, and then as soon as they have sex, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Like, what why? Just tell me what you want from the jump, and if that's what you want, and I can relate with you that day. Then we can be on the same page. We can page. be on the same page. But don't sit here and lie to me. Don't make me look stupid. And don't make me look stupid. I, I want to feel protected. I want to know that, like, you're not just out here sticking your ping ping at any and everything. That makes me feel a lot better. It's just men don't know how to do that nowadays. They don't know how to be straightforward. And why do you, why do you think that's the case? I don't know. I'm not a straight male. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not because like 
the one thing that I can respect about gay dudes are they, they're very straightforward. Like when it comes to, se- like I told you, the first two or three conversations, sex is going to be brought up. They're very straightforward about what they want. Like it may not be, they may not know how to uh, voice it in the correct manner without coming out being rude or like, well, you're moving too fast, but they're very straightforward. Whereas straight men, a lot of them aren't like that. And that's why I be trying to put my bros on the game. Like if you be on, a girl will find you way more attractive and way more sexually appealing if you're straightforward with her. Because they admire that. They find that attractive. Like, I mean, he ain't shit, but at least he told me he wasn't shit. Yeah. So I have the option of saying, you know what, I want to put up with his ain't shit. Or I can say, you know what, I don't want to fuck with you. Like, that's not something that I'm interested in. But you the bro. We could be cool. We could be friends. But I think that's one, one, one issue that straight men have is that. They don't know how to just be straightforward. But then again, I also feel like another thing is women. You can't ask for a man to be straightforward and then he's straightforward with you and you get offended by it. You can't do that. That's a double standard. That's a double standard. At least he was honest enough to tell you. So don't flip out on him. Don't try to act funny towards him because he was straight up with you. Now, had he lied to you and played with you, you would have been mad. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. So. Like, I, okay, so I turned... It's only 2020. We're in April. Oh, happy April Fool's About Day. goddamn time because March was 5,100 days. <laughs> March was so long, man. Happy it was so April long. April Fool's Day. And um, for all my friends out there posting these pregnancy pictures on their Instagram, y'all ain't pregnant. Y'all still virgins. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um, it's only April. We in 2020. And I'll have to say, I probably turned down Times are people. Because <laughs> times is more than the amount of people. Because like you said, we only deal with a select few. <laughs> so times. How many times have you turned down? <laughs> that one I can't answer. I can't answer either. Even too many. Too many but times. But as in guys who have been, who have like straightforward said to me, hey, like you are attractive looking woman. Like, you know, like I would want a relationship with you. Probably three or four. And let me tell you why I turn them down. You ain't got nothing going for you, sir. Like, we in quarantine and you still ain't doing nothing with yourself. I mean, you're attractive. You're attractive looking male. But at the end of the day, I bet you as soon as I lay down in the bed with that man, it's a whole different story. Because I know he coming about. He coming with about ten sex demons. Ten. That shit is oh, real, friend. and I don't know how oh, to friend. tell people. I don't know how to explain it. I don't. But like. One of the biggest... Okay, so today is day 138 of my celibacy. 138 days. That's a long-ass time. That's a little bit over four months. So, one I keep track on Twitter. So, like, I, I'll post, like, today is day uh, 126 of my celibacy and, baby, we still going good. strong. It's good to do that. And let me tell you why. It helps your self-esteem to know, you know what? I'm good and I feel good about doing this. Right. I'm not just doing this to do this. I'm doing this for mental clarity. I'm doing this for a lot of other things. And uh, for me, one of the reasons I did it was because I struggle with, well, why I'm currently doing it is I struggle with anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. After my last, my breakup, I went into a whole anxiety, depression, all of that crap. Um, and I didn't know how to deal with myself. So for me, it's a it's a form of finding myself spiritually and mentally to be okay. And that has really helped me because now I'm so much more aware. I, I no longer get hurt over 
for stupid dumb shit. stuff, stupid stuff. And so here I am, and I don't even know like how long. To be honest, it's been a minute. That's all I know. I, I see through the bullshit now. It's bad because. Like Anita said, we already cut through. So, like, we're very straightforward people. We're going to tell it like it is and it is what it is. Take it how you want to take it. Feel how As you want to feel. As my ex would say, that's how you interpret it. But I said what I here. said. And we're here. And like I say, we're here now. So, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? it? What's like, the solution? You know what I'm saying? So, now, at first, when you have a sex, you, you be, you be, your judgment be clouded. Because you be thinking with your, 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 your lower body parts and not your upper body part. So you be real confused and you feel real confused and you, you make decisions that aren't necessarily best for you because you're not thinking correctly. Yes. But when you're celibate, I haven't had sex in over four months. So you if you're really going to come go to me... You the pros and the cons of everything. Everything. Like, if you're going to come at me and you think I'm about to drop my pants, you're about to come correct. Like, you about to have to be on some... Some some big dog shit, running shit. Like you step to me, you better come correct because if you don't, I'm gonna chew you up. <laughs> like, and it's the end of the, like. And that's the end of the story. I'm gonna chew you up. Fuck you, you because all you want to do is have sex. So when you stop lying to yourself and to me about that, then we can maybe have a decent adult conversation. But since you want to act like a little ass boy, you can get the fuck out my phone. <laughs> Period. Just and that's that it. simple. And when you actually, you know what I have realized. Um, I don't talk to men. I'm only talking to one guy right now, and he live in a whole other state. Homeboy is, like, on his stuff. On his shit. Yeah, like, and I've been talking to him since December, January, and, like, he ain't even in, he ain't, sex, he's like, screw that at this point. Like, really, screw that. But I say this to what Reggie just said. When you come so forthright and correct with these people, they don't know what to say. They just reply, all right. All right. Or they get, uh, uh, they feel insulted. Like, how dare you say <laughs> that to you me? Get, you never FaceTime this person, but they FaceTime you. And I'm like, what are you FaceTiming me for? I straight up said what I said. I meant what I said. I'm very honest with what I said. And I'm being honest with myself. And... It, you have a problem with that? You know what? Keep on walking, sir. You don't have a problem with that? Maybe I will consider. <laughs> and so, like, for example, this happened just this week. Well, last week. Um, I was talking to somebody like a year and a half ago. We we kind of stopped talking. And then as of recently, like over the last month or so, we've been talking again. And so... And that in a year and a half, a lot has has happened in my life. Like freshman year of college is definitely one for the books. It's definitely one I could tell my nieces and nephews and god kids about because definitely I went through a lot of stuff and it truly like shaped me into becoming the better person that I am right now. Like it's still shaping me. So one of the things I like to do is I like to smoke and I like to sit and I like to listen to music. Like if I can sit and smoke a bum with you and have a conversation with you, then I'm truly interested in you. Because if I can't like it's been times where I've been in sessions with people where, where I've been in sessions with people. I got to watch what I say. And they get to talking and they sound so goddamn dumb. I turn my radio up because I don't even want to listen to you. anymore. <laughs> like I'm just about to sit here and I'm about to listen to my music and my, my business. Repeat that. <laughs> that's. Crap. It's been times where like I'm talking to somebody and then like me, I'm very open minded. I like to think that I'm very open minded. Like even if I don't agree with you, if I can understand your logic and the way you were thinking about it, then I'm cool with that. He is. I have to say, Reggie. I think that's why Reggie and I uh, 
our relationship has hold on for so long is because he is open-minded. If I need some a different opinion or a different looking at something at a different perspective, Reggie, Tony, uh, definitely somebody, those two people are people I would like hit up to look at it from a different perspective because they take themselves out of it and they really look at it. Like they really dissect what is actually going on. So I like forget that, my own personal opinion because yeah, it doesn't really, matter. He really does that. He's very open-minded and he he's somebody you can sit down and have all types of conversation with and then you'd be like, all right, I hate you. And not feel judged because I'm not going to judge you because shit happens like we're human, but... So if if I can't sit in a, a a session with you and and smoke and and talk to you and have a real conversation because I feel more intellectual when I do smoke, then it's no I'm not we're not going anywhere. So like this past week, like I like I told y'all, like the dude I used to talk to, we just recently started talking again. Or I don't want to say talking, texting because we're not talking. Like I don't see myself being with him. He's a friend. <laughs> But what'd you say? That's an acquaintance. An acquaintance. That's <laughs> even better. We just started back talking again, and I'm like, hey, like, um, he's like, come and see me. He says like, it was like 20 minutes away. I'm like, I know if I go see this guy, I'm gonna end up having sex. No, that's not what it was. It was more of if I go and see him, because I know I could stop myself. Like some people, I don't have self control around. Like some people, I just find extremely attractive. That is so true. Some people. Yo. Some people you do not have any self control around. You don't. I don't care how disciplined you are, how strong you are. You just need to learn. When how to did say I no text you? When did I text you a screenshot of that specific person? And I was like, Yo, what's today? Today Monday. I think it was Sunday. So, Wednesday. It was. It was some. T- so, I a specific. Person. Today Wednesday. So I think it was Monday. I think it was Monday. Monday. I think so. A specific person texted me at like six o'clock. I had already finished with my work day. I was at home chilling. I could not respond to them because I have no self-control with them. At all. None. And, and it would have went out the window. And you learn that when you're doing your celibacy. Like out some people, you know, you just cannot hang out with. But this particular person, I didn't mind hanging out with him because I'm like, bro, I can tell this nigga no. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, no, <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, so. One what of the was it he said? No. No. <laughs> one of the big things with me was like, okay, I'm going to drive up here. But like. I need him to understand that it's nothing happening. So before I meet up with anybody, I go ahead and let them know. Like, don't even try no shit because I put you out of my car and I'll leave your dumb ass. I'm, and that's because I don't want to get up there and then people like, well, I just assume you ain't assumed the goddamn thing. Because I went ahead and made it very clear before I got here. Before I even got in my car and came here, I made it clear that nothing is happening besides this dope ass conversation and this blunt. That's it. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all. We're not doing none of that. So I told him that and... He was cool with it or whatever the case may be. But then, like, when he FaceTimed me, all I hear is a bunch of people in the background. Like, he's surrounded by a bunch of people. So, my big thing is, I don't know all these people. I don't want to get to know all these people. I could care less about knowing all these people. I came to sit, listen to music, and talk, talk to, to you. Talk to you. You. And, I'm, and I told him that. I said, I'm not competing, like, with anybody else. And I'm not settling. Like, when you have time to give me... Let me know. But until then, I'm not settling. I'm not going to allow you to squeeze me into anywhere. I'm not doing none of that because I I know where I'm at right now. I know what I want. And I'm not going to put up with the bullshit. And I think that's, that goes back to the confidence thing. Like, when you're celibate, you truly begin to learn your worth. Like, it, it becomes... Your self-esteem boosts, bro. It does. It becomes bigger than you. Like, I just don't want to give myself to you in that way. And those feelings and that type of commitment isn't reciprocated. Like, I don't want to do that. And you learn to say no a lot. And so, like, he caught a whole attitude with me because I told him I'm not coming and I'm not really? settling. Yeah. I didn't even go. 
I stayed at home and smoked my blunt by myself and listened to music. Mm-hmm. And that's what that that's was. That's crazy. A whole attitude. And whole that attitude. right there just tells you, like, you I was, know what? I was listening to somebody before I got here. And that right there just tells you, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing it for a reason. Because you obviously are not worth my spiritual health, my mental health, and everything else while I'm doing this. So go ahead and take your little ass and move on left. Okay? Very much so. And so, kind of sound like a hub, but I don't really care because we here now. No, no. But. Honest. Only people who come on my podcast are people that I love and I enjoy being with. So, be yourself, my friend. So, another person. You're not even that person anymore because the people who are hitting you up are people from high school. Very much so. Because it's it's meant forever. So, like. Uh, another dude hit me up and this was probably like day 68 or 69 of my celibacy so like it had only been a little bit over two months and i was really starting to get into the groove of things like by then what i had started working out a little bit because i had just came back from south carolina yeah yeah. i had just started working out a little bit i had learned how to study better i was going to the library i was getting up going to every damn class as a college student you know when you go to every class and you sit there and focus you're accomplishing you're accomplishing something so like I was doing that. Like, I had got into a routine and, like, he texted me out of nowhere and he's like, I posted. Remember I said I posted on Twitter, like, what day it is as far as my celibacy. And, like, he sent it to me and he was like, and your celibacy. Just like that. Just like that. And that wasn't the first time he did it. He did it two other times after that. Like, See, and those are the people, those are the people I would respond to. Check yourself. Right. Check who you are as a person. Because if you're going to really screenshot that and send it to me and have the nerves to say end your celibacy who are you you at this point you you a piece of paper on the and you don't respect me and you don't respect me or yourself because a lot of the times like i said i've never i've never really been in a real relationship i've never really had a boyfriend or whatever the case may be and i i blame that he's lived through mine that's it and i think that's the issue so like like I said, in the gay community, it's hard finding a, a significant other who's serious, who's not all about sex, or who's not trying to do their own thing. So I've never had, I've never been in a real relationship. So a lot of people that I have sex with, I consider them friends. So before I even was interested in you sexually, I want to see if I can, I can mess with your vibe as a person. And so before we, before we started having sex, before we became anything, we were friends. So if you can't respect me enough as your friend to say, you know what, he's doing his celibacy. I want to have sex, but I respect him enough to say, you know what, like, I support you in everything that you do, then I don't want to fuck with you, like, it's it's not worth it, like, it's not, this isn't easy for me, just as much as it, it isn't easy for you, so, if the roles were reversed, all I'm saying is if the roles were reversed, if I hit up somebody and they said they were celibate, like, I would support them, because it's not easy, and I know what it feels like, and I know why they're doing it. And that's just the end of the discussion. I wouldn't peer pressure them. I wouldn't try to coerce them. I wouldn't try to like persuade them. It's none of that. If you're still doing your celibacy, you're doing a good job. Keep going. End of discussion. Like, I have, um, I like that because I have a few people around me right now who are not only celibate. Um, I won't call her name, but I spoke about her earlier. Um, and she's been, I want to say, year and a half, almost two years in. Celibate? Yeah. Oh, God, is good. And <laughs> when I tell you I have seen this girl grow, it's crazy. And um, 
it's just you you look at life differently and you look at relationships and people differently when you experience this part of celibacy mm-hmm. especially when you complete the first 30 days you're like okay i can do this and then you know once you complete the first two months you're like yo i'm on to something Mm-hmm. And you on month three, you oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. And month four, you like, fuck these niggas, no cap. <laughs> and on month four, man, fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck y'all, fuck all y'all, because I know y'all are full of shit. You just want to have sex, but you're not man enough to say it. So therefore, I'm just gonna stop talking. To and you. I don't know why there's that stigma with our generation. It's just sex. It's like it's just sex. They don't want full blown relationships. They don't want. That's my sage candle. That smells good. They don't. They. They just want full-blown... They don't want any relationships. They don't want to invest their time into somebody. They Mm -hmm. don't want to actually figure out and learn somebody. They just want to be in the bed. Be in the bed, on the couch, wherever it may happen. It's just like, I don't want to do that. Because at the end of the day, I respect myself more than I respect Mm -hmm. uh, this, this sexual act. Or whatever this may be that we're doing. And so, um, it's... It's something special. If you've ever experienced it, it's something special. And if you have never experienced it, I highly advise you to do it. 30 sometime. days. 30 days. Just tell yourself 30 days. And I'm telling or, you, once you hit the We can the make 30- it easier than that. It takes, what, 21 days to create and to break a habit? Yeah. Do three weeks. Do 21 days. Yeah, there you go. 21 days. And if you have never... I'm telling you, once you hit the 21 days, you're gonna be like, all right, I, if can, you don't get see, to, right. I can get the two months. Right. Like, if you don't see a difference within that first three to four weeks within yourself, then sex isn't an issue. You don't, you don't really need to go celibate. But if you can, if you do it for the three to four weeks and you see at least one thing that has changed, then energy boost, energy boost. You're now sleep, working out. You're sleep. working out. Your grades are better. Your work ethic is different. You're more focused. You're more disciplined. You know what? I picked up a new hobby. I'm learning something different. And if if you if you, any of those things come from being celibate, then it's a reason for you doing it. And I feel like you should continue to do it. And you should do it for as long as you want to. But then you should also do it periodically, because it helps with. I feel like it's a strong part of mental health because sex really does distract you, and it and it causes you to lose focus. And it did for me. Like it was last, my first semester of college was, I will say, one of the hardest semesters in my whole entire high school career. Not high school career, school career period. Like I had never had a semester so bad in school and so hard in school ever. And I can honestly, and I was, like Anita said, I was a damn junior and a senior, a sophomore, because I started working in a sophomore year. I was a damn sophomore in high school working 40 hours a week. And I didn't experience the, the great... I had A's and B's throughout high school. So the fact that I made it to my co- first semester, my first year of college, and I struggled the way I did, I really had to do some evaluating. I had to figure out what was going on. And that was one of the biggest things was sets. Like, I'm not emotionally connected to any of these people I feel like all that energy is rubbing off on me. It's making me lazy. It's making me unmotivated. I'm getting depressed. My anxiety is through the goddamn roof. My grades are slipping. I lost so much weight, like, drastically. Like, I lost weight because I wasn't eating. I was eating maybe once a day. It wasn't really nutritious food. Cause once Reggie day, weighed less than I did. Yeah, because we were in college. So, like, I started college wearing, like, 190. And probably by... The end of the semester, you was... We can say before my celibacy, like a week before my celibacy started, I think I weighed myself and I was like, 
167 yeah, about, something like because that because i was like 175 so like i literally lost all that weight in what two and a half months and i wasn't working out he for sure won't. it was unhealthy with the way that i lost weight so fast it was extremely unhealthy and so now that i've been doing my celibacy i, I do a lot more so i'm reading more my grades are better passing all my classes right now I'm not i've been rubbing off feeling. on him guys yeah I'm eating better. I drink more water. I eat more fruit. Yeah. Not vegetables, but fruit. <laughs> One step at a time. Um, and I'm just more focused. Like, I see through the bullshit. It doesn't bother me. And like I said, like, when you do this, you don't... It, every single day is not going to be bad when you're doing your celibacy. You're going to go multiple days throughout your celibacy where you're do, you don't even think about sex. Like... <clears throat> you can be so busy one day because you have so much stuff going on and you're doing stuff and you're focused and you finally got your shit together and you're on a real schedule that you don't even think about sex at all. It has been mm -hmm. days where I went, like periods of days where I went and I haven't even thought about sex once. Mm -hmm. Like it never crossed my mind. But then again, some days you have and you're just like... It's um, on your mind 24-7. And it's you on your mind hard. But that's when you like, you know what, like let me pray... Let me do some of the new hobbies I picked up. Let me go hang out with a friend. Like, last night, <clears throat> I was so close to breaking my celibacy. Tell him the story. I was super duper close to breaking my celibacy. And the only reason why I didn't break my celibacy is because I was with a friend last night. Literally. So, like, surrounding yourself around people who are truly, like, there to see you grow and win as a person is extremely important when you're doing this. Because if not... One, you can't, if you can't trust yourself, in it, you can't trust yourself in the beginning. You can't. In the beginning, you cannot trust yourself. You have that's to have people that you hold have you accountable. Have, yeah, you have to have people to hold you accountable. So when Reggie started, I was one of those people. Uh, yep. Zayla was one of those people. And we were like kind of all doing it together. Um, Literally. So like <clears throat> that first month, I said we were off uh, studying for finals. So like the first month of it, the first three weeks we were all, it was finals pretty much. And yep, so we was, all in the we was all together all the, the time, time, every day. Uh, Zayla didn't work this year. She took the uh, the year off because she's a nursing major and she just she could afford to do it. So she she decided not to work. So when me and Anita weren't at work, we were with each other and Zayla and we were studying at the library. We was at her house studying, we was at her house watching TV, we was at her house cooking me and Zayla, we go outside, you know, smoke, come back inside, we'll chill some more. Like, we were literally always together because we held each other accountable. Like, no, you don't really need to do that. You're being and down bad. And we're not bad. toxic friends for each other when we're around each other. I think that's the reason why I like our friend group because it's like... Yeah. We actually... Mentally, we're probably the three that's all on the same page. Mm -hmm. If you really look at all your friends, mm -hmm. like... We're probably the three who are all on the same page. We're like, yo, we really got to get this down. We really got to do this. We really... Or it'll be one of us be like, all right, let's start a challenge. Mm -hmm. And then we'll all do it together, 30 mm -hmm. days, whatever it may be. So it's like, you know, some people are like, oh, it's not good to always be around your friends. But in this time, this is when you really need your friends. Because they're going to be the ones holding you accountable. You are real, alone. Real good friends. Yes, real good friends. Because people call people their friends and they truly don't have their best interests. Yeah, so like we call each other best friends because we be there for each other. We know what it's like. When our parents are getting on our nerves, we know who to call, what mm -hmm. to say. So like we're there for each other. Um, but during this time, it was... 
it was needed. We needed each other because if one person go off and do something, yo, where Reggie at? Where's Zayla? Mm-hmm. What, what you doing? doing? Bring your ass over bring here. Up. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. Come on. You can smoke. Come on. It's we like, got we to the to, we got like, to the porch. We'll be back. Like, you just have to hold each other accountable yeah. and having people around you who truly care about you who truly don't give a damn about your attitude who will hold you accountable and will go to bat for you is the most important thing when you're doing mm-hmm. this because another thing that we did was Anita's not really a big partier she's never been a big party mm-hmm. she doesn't but me and Zayla we love to party like that first semester of college when I say we was they damn near crazy. every party we was at every damn party and that was another reason why I didn't do good I only get part I only go partying like every, twice a year that's it homecoming New Year's Christmas that's about uh, it Thanksgiving it's either one. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And whereas me and Zayla, we used to party every, every week, weekend. Most, two, two times a week. Like, it ain't shit. Like, and that's what we used to do. And it really took us doing our celibacy because once, I, like I said, you think a lot clearer when you're doing your celibacy. Like, we were just sitting over at Anita's one day and we're like, bro, like, what, what are we going to do different next semester so we're not as stressed? So our grades will look better. Like, how are we going to, to be better? And... So my thing was, I was going to continue to let my celibacy um, go on. I, I, I kept going after the 30 days. And then my other thing was no partying. Like The thing about it is the fact that when I, when I um, text Reggie and I don't get a response like two, three, four hours, I'm like, all right, all right. And then I call him. I don't hear nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happened this day was I didn't speak to him from 6 o'clock the day before. It was like I spoke to him around dinner because he mm-hmm. was at Erica's house. Next day, come around, I speak to him all day long. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this man doing? Blowing his phone up, calling him, FaceTime him, texting him, sending him a question like, respond to me guess what y'all it was the same day he had it blowing his phone up homeboy's just blowing his phone up and then he texts me i call him like the day the next day after he goes bro let me tell you what happened and i'm like i knew something was going wrong because i was blowing his phone up and he was just not responding so i just knew something was going down and that's why you have to have friends to keep you accountable, somebody who can keep you accountable, who can understand why you're doing anything celibacy related, mm-hmm. abstinence, whatever it may be, have somebody to keep you accountable. And that right there, if you have that, I promise, if you see one difference, that means that you're doing something and something positive came out of it. Now, at the end of the day, um, for me, at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm going to keep it going for a year. <laughs> and then the other day, I was like, May. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, the end of, last week of April, first week in May. But here's the thing, though. One of the things that I've like really been, because this week has been really hard when uh, the hoes are out. <laughs> okay, they're out and they're about and they're in my phone. And I don't know why. But one of the things that I've really like thought about this week is how am I going to feel like I can say I'm ready I can say I want to oh so bad but then like when the time comes am I going to like it's scary almost for me and I'm a dude like so I can and I don't want to sound sexist again but I can only imagine how women feel because it's 
it's a lot more important to y'all <clears throat> than it is for yeah. me. So I'm scared to do it because I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want everything that I've worked for to go in vain. Like after, I don't want to feel like damn. Crap. Why did I do that? Why did I do this? I could have. I, I would have been better off just keep going. Keep like, going. And I don't want that. So like. I'm saying it in April. I'm saying the first weekend May, but I'm knowing it's probably going to be longer than that, just because I'm. I don't I'm know. currently not talking to anybody or anybody right. in my phone who I'm like, you know what, this is worth it. Not with all the complications, the the feelings that come afterwards. Like it's, it's going to like I know when I have sex, it's gonna. If I <clears throat> when I decide to end my celibacy, if I end my celibacy and I don't end it with somebody who's worth it, it's going to fuck with me. And I'm going to start a celibacy over again. But to defeat doing that, to uh, to avoid having to do that, I'm trying to choose the next person that I have sex with seriously. So that way... Like somebody that I can see myself in a relationship being with. Being with, right, long term. And that's what I'm asking for. So I, I just hope that when it gets to the point where I'm like, you know, I want to end my celibacy, I do end up choosing someone who's who I'm not going to regret Regret choosing, choosing for sure. Because if yeah. I automatically regret it, like, if I'm, as soon as we get done, like, that same day, hell, even two weeks afterward, like, if I regret it, I'm going to do a celibacy again. And if I, what, this was, by the time May roll around, it would be almost seven months, right? December, January, February, March. Yeah. It would be, be almost six. By the time, uh, you know... May comes around, it's going to be about six months into it. And if I choose somebody and I regret having sex with them, then I'm going to do it again. But I'm going to do it for even longer. Only because I didn't learn what I truly needed to learn to the, learn first, the time. first time. So I'm going to do it again and we're going to we're gonna see what I missed the first time. And I think that's the, the trend that I'm about to go on until I find a true significant other. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Oh, no. One of the biggest things that I want to say is every time we tell somebody, it's like, uh-uh, I couldn't do that. Or you're stronger than me. I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, and you never know until you do it. You never know until you do it. And you say you're not strong enough, but it's not whether or not being because strong when enough. Because when I did it's, it. It's about whether or not you truly want to do it. When I did the first time, you were like, oh, hell no. I said that. I said, no, I couldn't see. And By I, the way, I, this is not my first time doing this, guys. And it's not, it's not my first time doing this, but it's my first time doing this for as long as I have done it. Because I remember I would do it, but it would only be for like a month, a month and a half, two months at most. And then I would end up breaking it or I'd be like, you know, it's over. I feel like it's time. And so this is, my, this is the longest I've ever went. And this is over four months now. And um, I can honestly say this time has been different. And it's, it's not a matter of strength because anybody can do it. It's a matter of do you truly want to do it? Do you truly want to take the time to to learn yourself? Because I feel like that's what a celibacy is. It's learning yourself. It's getting stronger with whoever, you know, you worship. Because, you know, different religions. You're getting, stronger with the, you're getting stronger with a higher power. You're learning yourself. And you're picking up new, 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 new hobbies and stuff. You're learning that you have different talents. That you're more capable of doing and setting goals for yourself than you ever thought you were. And so, don't ever question and say, I'm not strong enough to do it or I can't do it. Just, am I truly willing to do it? Because I promise you, when becoming celibate, even if you do nothing but for 30 days, you'll learn so much about yourself. A lot about yourself. Oh, for sure. And it's hard to... back. I want to go back to like when you were talking about your grandma. 
how like your grandma always tell you to pray. Mm-hmm. And that's because for them, that's they were way more religious than us. They wasn't spiritual. They were religious back then. It's no mm-hmm. spiritual. Wasn't no damn spiritual. You either religious or you're not. Mm-hmm. So they're religious and they're older than us. They've lived their life, so they understand the meaning of truly praying, like getting down and just letting everything go, having a real conversation, being vulnerable, and being intimate with God. They get that and they understand how powerful it truly is. But because our generation. We're not, I don't want to say all of us, but a lot of us aren't as religious anymore. We're more spiritual, which is still, and I want to clear that up. It's still very important to pray, even if you're spiritual and not religious, because I feel like being religious, you take all the technicalities out of it. Whereas being spiritual is not as many technicalities, but the principles are still the same. Like you should still treat each other kind. You should still look out for one another. You should, those things are still At important. the end of the day, you're still praying to a God. You're still praying to a God. So that it's still, just because you're spiritual doesn't mean there should be a lack of prayer. Prayer is still extremely important because even if it's not for a religious person, it's for you. It's more for strengthening yourself and just being a better person. So pray. And it's a lot easier said than done. But once you get into the, the hang of it and actually doing it, it becomes like second nature. Like I just break out into prayer at any given moment. Now. I could be driving and I'll just start praying. Like, you know what, God? I didn't say thank you today. Like, thank you. I don't know what for. I don't know why, but I appreciate you and thank you. And leaving it at that, like your relationship with God and uh, with God is is your relationship with him or her, whoever, however y'all want to do it. Because, you know different strokes for different folks but your relationship with the upper power is is your relationship with them so it doesn't have to be rules and regulations for it you just need to be able to be honest open-minded and ready to to change mm-hmm. and celibacy will definitely jump start jump that. Like that. Mm-hmm. because before i started my celibacy i was not i didn't pray he didn't i didn't pray <laughs> i didn't, didn't pray unless it was in absolutely important to like I didn't I didn't pray like I didn't pray. I wasn't really spiritual nor religious. I know. I mean, I was raised that way. So I know I know about the Bible. I know a lot about it and I can recite, you know, scriptures and stuff. But as I got older, because of my sexuality and stuff, I was just like, you know, what? like I don't I'm gonna take a step back from it and I'm going to just live. And so my celibacy helped me become more spiritual and it helped me to pray more and it helped me to to just think broader because mm-hmm. right now the world is so much bigger than you are and you don't think about that because of all the distractions that you have going on so i recommend everybody be celibate at least for 30 days yeah for sure but that's that's just my two cents on it i think we're coming to the end here of celibacy and i ask every follower every listener anybody who comes on my podcast to record i ask them this one question uh it can be whatever it may be it does not have to be related to the topic um Mm -hmm. but what's one thing that you would want my listeners or followers to walk away with today um i think the most important thing that i would want all your listeners to walk away with today would be that your body is truly a temple So people say it all the time and you never really pay much attention to it. But um, this goes beyond just being celibate, Uh, drinking, drinking your fluids, eating right, um, 
staying up to date with your sexual health and your mental health because mental health is really a, a big issue nowadays too um is extremely important and by doing all of these things you will definitely in turn feel it physically mentally and spiritually so remember when your body whether you're spiritual physical or mental isn't in balance you need to evaluate and see what you need to do so that way you can get back into balance because it is extremely important and it, it affects you in your everyday life so that's that's one thing i would want everybody to walk away with is your body is a temple take care of your body physically mentally and spiritually that's amazing that's amazing i love that um okay guys i'm looking at my calendar here and i just realized friday is my brother's birthday so, Mr. Matthew, happy birthday. I love you, brother. Um, expect something in the mail. I hope you have a blessed day and you continue to live your life purposefully and gracefully. Um, but happy birthday to you. You're getting old. You make me feel old. No, I'm kidding. Um, but you are like a twin bro to me and um, two peas in a pod. And when we get together, we act a fool. But happy birthday to you, and I hope that you spend your birthday, um, I don't know, doing something you love. Because I know we're in quarantine, and yeah, our parents are definitely quarantining Ooh, themselves. <laughs> but guys, that is the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And as I always say at the end of my episode, I have a quote for you that relates to what we talk about. And the quote today is celibacy is not just the purity of body but also purity in mind and thought that quote is from krishna jogan and i actually um have never really read her stuff but i looked at one of her books and it's something that i would be interested in it's called meditation and prayer um but that quote right there i really love because celibacy is not just the purity of the body it's a lot about your mind and what you actually think. Um, so we have come to the end here and I hope you guys have an amazing week. Do not forget to go follow me on Instagram at the last word, which is TH3 last word. You can also find my website and podcast on my regular Instagram page, which is Anita Soul underscore. I will be tagging Reggie's instagram and social media info on my um bio for this week's episode as well as his business page because he does makeup and he fired it oh i didn't say that um that's okay yeah take that (laughs) Um, (laughs) he does makeup he's really good uh prom season uh god damn the quarantine i messed up my little chick (laughs) His quarantine day. Well, prom season and all of that was coming up, but um, he is getting into the whole artistry industry. I'm so rubbed. Cause okay, short story. Cause we ended in this. Okay, so I I, I wanted to learn how to start in November. This is of 2019, so I start practicing, but I didn't get confident enough to start practicing on an actual person until the end of January. But then when I practiced on my first person, shout out Zayla, thank you. Um, it actually turned out good. Like I was, I was shocked. I didn't think it was going to look so good because it actually looked really good. And so I'm like, yo, if I buckle down, I practice on this many people a week. When promises come around, I'm about to be making bank. I want to be booked every day, all day, back to back. Like then Corona Corona happened. 
coronavirus that messed up my whole little check. I could have been making bank. You know how much you charge for one face? Oh my gosh. During prom season, book back to back. I would have made so much. Anyway, follow my makeup page, y'all. And then I also want to say thank you for whoever you are. And if you were listening to this episode, you live in Ireland. And I'm looking at my statistics here. 3% of you guys are listening from Ireland. I don't know who you are, but whoever you are, hit me in my DM and I have a gift for you. Thank you. Um, we appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. And um, I appreciate being over the globe and people who are sharing my business on their social media and whatever it may be. But if you're listening to this and you are one of those list 3% who is listening in Ireland, uh, DM me. I have a gift for you. I think every month I'm going to start something like giving a little gift out to wherever you're listening from and then um move on from there but guys this was a great episode reggie i want to thank you again go follow his instagram it's what is it uh um, my personal instagram is um rlg2 underscore um and then my makeup page my business page is reg on the beat so it's reg um on and then the beat literally B- and if you're A-T. really looking for him um if you hit up the last word all his information will be there tagged in the info session mes- message whatever you want to call it but guys that's all i have for you this week have any type of questions anything you can hit my email and my dm on my social media pages and my platform and go be great this week so practice social distancing wash your hands Be great, be great, be great. Bye, guys.